What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 21, uh, season 2. Um, today I wanted to talk about a conversation that I was having with a colleague. Um, we were talking about what, um, what we all have to do in terms of uh, marketing ourselves, marketing our products, uh, marketing our music, that kind of thing. So when we were making comparisons, I think at some point he, I, I mentioned something about um, uh, tactics and stuff that I've done uh, with regards to, I think it was email marketing or something like that. So and he says to me, um, besides, because we were talking, it was like in a group, it's like, besides Silas, does anybody, you know, because we're artists, so things are a bit different. Um, does anybody have a, you know, does anybody have um, any progress with regards to doing this? And I know he meant well um, when he when he said that, but it goes back to like it's happened a couple of times. Someone will be like, "Yeah, no, dude," but it's easy for you because all you're doing is selling beats, or all you're trying to do is you're trying to sell beats. And because you're providing a service, whether it be beat sales, recording, mixing, and mastering, it's a service. Therefore, it's easier to promote a service. I I have to disagree. Um, with that, I think in in um, in his situation, I feel like sure it's different. It is different. I'm not gonna say selling beats is like um, is like making songs or trying to or, or what I'm doing is different to what he's doing. But what I will say is that the methods that we're using are gonna be the same. Let me rather not say the methods because then it still it can still apply to the day-to-days. I'm talking about the principles. Yes, the principles are still going to be the same. Regardless of whether you're selling toothpaste, or whether you are trying to breed dogs, or it doesn't matter what it is. This is why being an entrepreneur is so, um, is so it's almost undefinable. I'm surprised we even got to a point where we were able to give it a name. Um, but in essence, it's the same things. We're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to get, uh, we're all trying to develop relationships with people. We're all trying to build a brand or build a name. That's how certain entrepreneurs do better than others because their name is just larger. Um, we're all trying to, um, you know, raise that awareness, get that attention so that we can then, um, at the end of the day, sell our product or sell our music or sell our service, or sell our dogs, or whatever it is that we're trying to move, whatever the product is. Even if you're a drug dealer, you're in, in essence, you're still an entrepreneur. Legal or not legal, you're still trying to do the same thing. That, that awareness needs to be there. The relationships need to be there. Um, you need to you know, build the brand up and then eventually make the sale after you've gotten the correct amount of attention. So... Um, in, this, in a place where someone's like, no, 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 but it's easier for you. I f- almost feel this is borderline excuse territory. And that is why I'm mentioning it today. Um, I want, because it al- it's always, there's always an excuse until somebody does it. This is what I always say. There's always an excuse until someone does it. It's the same with music producers. Music producers also say, oh, well, if I was an artist, I'd be on the front lines. Therefore, I'd get more shine. Therefore, it'd be easier to get my name out there. Artists say, if I was a producer, it would be easier for me to make money because all I need to do is make beats, make beat videos, and I'd make sales. 
right? It's always easier on the other side of the fence. Unfortunately, this is the way of the world. This is why people skip. Uh, this is why people move from job to job because they look at the next job and they think, ah, oh, the grass is greener. Meanwhile, it's the same, it's literally it's the same thing. Sometimes it's even worse. They've shot themselves in the foot because they thought they were doing something good for themselves. Meanwhile, they had a pretty good situation where they are. So, their drawbacks to being a music producer, and I mean, I can tell you now already that with regards to building your name up, in the beginning stages, it's a lot easier as a music producer because all you need to do is make sure you've got a good product, right? It just needs to sound solid. Regardless of whether it sounds, whether it's the most musical beats or the most, you know, the most outrageous beats, it doesn't matter. If you've got a solid sounding product, you should start making some sales, right? But again, there is brand building that needs to happen. There's trust. A lot of people come back to me because the trust has been built. It's not a case of I put up uh, a beat making video and then all of a sudden I've got people at my door wanting to buy that beat. It's never the case. I wish it was. And in certain, certain instances it is. But again, it's because I've built up a, a base of people. I talk to people every day, one-on-one, one-on-one. That's what I do for the first one or two hours of the day. It seems so mundane, but I wake up and I just start chatting. I'm chatting, I'm on WhatsApp, you'll see me online. You'll see me on Twitter, I'm posting. I'm on Facebook, I'm posting. I'm getting, I'm lining up my posts for the day and I've timed them. One's gonna go off at 10, next one's gonna go off at 12, next one's gonna go off at two, and everything's um, uh, automated in that way. But at the same time, in real time, I'm there answering questions, telling people this, telling people that, giving advice here, taking phone calls, telling people to call me. I'm doing that groundwork, that interaction, because I know that at the end of all of that, I've got a big base of people who can contact me and I can contact when I need things. And when it eventually comes time for me to put the work out there, then people are like, oh snap, it's that guy, the one who helped me with that thing. I needed to register for that thing. I'm gonna use his services over the other dude because the other dude hasn't, I don't know the other person. I, I have got no rapport with him. It's the same with being an artist. This is why I feel artists struggle because in the beginning, they view their product as the center of everything. Your product is your product is important, but it's not the most important thing. Whether or not you've got hot songs is important. That's always going to be important, right? But, but, and this is big. Although having good songs is important, you're going to need to do that groundwork, that relationship building. And unfortunately, artists don't see that. Producers see it. They don't see it fully, but they see it too. I see producers doing it more, where they're hitting people up, uh, trying to get connections, you know, trying to uh, talk to this person to see if they can get to this person, to see if they can get to this person, which is fine. But I don't see that groundwork. I don't see enough groundwork being put in. When people say, nah, man, I had this track and um, I posted every day for a week and, you know, people were saying, yeah, you know, it's going to be dope, it's going to be nice. I was getting a couple comments here, a couple likes there. And then when I dropped it, I only managed to get 100 downloads. And they, they're confused because they, they don't get it. They're like, but I thought this was all supposed to work. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's so much more than just posting on social media for a week before or two weeks or two months before, just posting on social media, telling people you're going to drop, telling people you're going to drop. Because at the end of the day, you, you're, you're polluting social media. You're polluting your name because remember, there's a lot of noise out there. A lot of noise. 
people are always trying to push their next thing. The next person's got a soup kitchen. The next person's got a catering company. Uh, people are doing this thing on Twitter now where it's retweet for awareness. We're all trying to get people's attention. That's all we're doing. It's just a land grab at the moment. And it's crazy because, I mean, I feel as though I'm lucky because I did, my, I did a bit of land grabbing before, so I'm already at an advantage. But I can see people coming through and they're just, they're just grabbing land real quick. I've got this thing, I need this thing. All of a sudden they've got, they catch traction and then all of a sudden they've exploded. Their brand has exploded. That's the kind of, um, you know, that's the kind of, I mean, that's obviously on a lot more, it's an, on an acute scale. It's a lot more like here now type, you know, it's happening right now. I'm talking about like building this thing, but over a long period of time where you're slowly trying to get people's awareness, article by article, song by song, post by post by post by post. And I'm going to do, I want to do another, um, another, another podcast on this whole 30 day challenge. I'm 10 days in, I'm 11 days in, sorry, I'm even losing count. I'm 11 days in of just making beats, but that in itself, I can already see the improvements on myself as an as an individual um, the type of um, discipline I've had to have the effect on my um, my, my social media base um, people are actually you know they're actually attentive now when I post I see people are like oh snap it's that guy again it's day 13 I wonder what day 14 holds you know that's the situation but I'm gonna go more into that in another in another podcast but for this one here I want to focus more on um, on that on that interaction or that relationship um, or that notion that it's easier to be one than the other. This is a lot of the time. This is the reason why um, producers step out of wherever they are. I've seen it happen so many times, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there goes another one. Producers are stepping out of being in that production role because they feel as though they hit a plateau. And this plateau mean they're like, crap, I can't get any bigger than this, you know. I'm the one who made the beats for this hit album and I'm not getting any of the fan love. I'm not getting any of the, I'm not getting any of the, um, the interviews. I'm not getting any of the shows. I'm watching my friends eat around me and it's depressing me. Firstly, like I don't want to judge people's situations, but I feel like if you're in a crew type situation, that should never happen. If you have true individuals around you who are actually building and you guys are all building together no one's ever going to, you're never going to be in a situation where uh you know <laughs> it's it's terrible to think about but like if you sit and you think about your friendship circle now are you are you guys all developing each other are you all challenging each other and should something pop off for one person do you think that person will hang around i've got a people i've got a couple of people where I'm not sure if they'll hang around. I hate judging people before things happen, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's not really for me to worry about. I'll just carry on doing what I do. Um, the, the important thing is that you guys are challenging each other and you're moving forward. Now, with these producers that turn artist, I think what a lot of the time what they're looking for is uh, maybe a new challenge or they're looking for that same fame, the limelight, the spotlight. They're looking for what they saw their accompanying artist do. And it's unfortunate because some people were really good at doing that. And now um, what happens is 
because you are um, your time and your energy is divided, you can't you can't excel beyond where you are. So as a music producer, that person is now stuck making um, the same type of beats. They'll improve, sure, they'll improve, but it's not going to be that exponential improvement or that exponential growth that they were getting. Um, and that's just the truth. It's just the truth. You can't. I see it with um, I see it with with uh, people who do who do a little bit too much. You know, you always get those people that want to uh, make their beats. They want to record themselves, mix and master themselves, and then they want to do their own marketing, their promotion. At some point, the the hustle um, is not is not strong. It's not. It doesn't. You know, it's not. Um, uh, what can I call it? It's not. It's not. It's not good the whole way through. It's not the. It's not good the whole way across. So they are. They'll be good at recording, mixing, mastering, whatever it is. Then what happens is when it comes to the marketing stage, they're tired, or they might have a microphone, but it's not the best microphone to record what they want to record. Now they're stuck with a mediocre, mediocre product when they could have gotten it done elsewhere, and then gotten someone else to handle that stuff so they can focus. And that focus is super important. Anyway, um, yeah, I would say for a an artist or a music producer who's looking to branch out into the next thing, think about what you can do within your own sphere firstly, and then once you've done that, think about um, uh, things that people aren't doing, and try to try to get involved there. So, like in my situation, I'm a music producer. I feel as though, crap, you know, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm getting to a point where I feel like I can see where I'll max out. I can see where my ceiling is. And that might push me to think, crap, what else can I do? I need to do something else because this is not enough for me. At this point, I've got a decision to make. Do I, A, continue doing what I'm doing so that um, I improve? hopefully improve so I continue to be a music producer I just branch out into different things right within music production do I go the conventional route and decide I'm gonna rap now I'm gonna sing now or do I find something that is different but it kind of differentiates me right so what I've done is I looked at it and I'm like oh, okay cool Instead of being a rapper, because all producers go down that route. In fact, I had a conversation with a few rappers, and they're like, yo, we don't understand. Sometimes some of these producers are so good, but they just become mediocre. They fade off the planet because now they have to start off at the bottom again. And sure, it's always possible that you can do that. I mean, look at people like Kanye West, who, mind you, was rapping the entire time. Um, you've got... Um, actually, there's a, there's a couple of them. In any case, you've got people who are already doing it. So, yeah, sure. Um, but when I look at my situation, I'll say, okay, cool, no, I'm going to be a, um, uh, obviously because of all of this stuff here, I'll say I'm a music producer, but I'll have a facet where I do consultations. That already puts me in a completely different space. I can't be grouped with people, with other music producers because now when someone comes to me, they're not just getting the track done, right? From there, if they have any advice or any consultation that they want to do, that's what happens. And I feel like that's a value-added service. To be honest, 
And to be quite frank, I feel like that is a value-added service that I offer. When someone walks into my studio, they've got questions like, what do I do next? And I can actually answer them with proof because of one, I've done it before, and two, I've done my research. So not to blow my own horn, but that is a value-added service that I offer that puts me in a different league to the next person. You could, you could have produced for friggin' Casper, but at the same time, what, what do you offer the next person? You produce for Casper, what, what can you do for me as an artist? Are you going to force me to ride the wave? Is the only benefit that I get from working with you as opposed to working with, say, Silas or whoever, whichever ever uh, music producer it is, is the only other benefit the fact that you've done a little bit of work with a famous artist? Because I'll tell you what, when it comes to features, a feature doesn't mean a lot. I've seen people that have gotten features with Cuesta, with Casper, with, um, with the, your biggest artists, your AKAs. But unfortunately, what, it, what happens? If it's not good, it fades away. And even if it's one of those like one-time features, it fades away. Like it just all, it's never, unless it's a, a full, um, full-on relationship that you guys have, like the one I have with uh, P or the one that I've got with uh, D-Mania or something like that, then you're not really gonna benefit out of that situation if it's a one-time feature. People are like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna feature there because this person's worked with so-and-so. Okay, cool, they've worked with so-and-so, but what are you actually getting out of it? You know? So at that, situa- at that point there, you need to just continue um, um, as a music producer, as an artist, just continue doing what you're doing and try and branch out slowly and try and do things that are different, where you're adding that value-added service, where you are, um, uh, yeah, where you're doing all those extra things. But anyway, yeah, let me, I'm slowly moving away from the point. Um, yeah, it's not easy for anybody. It's not easier for anybody to do something than the next person. I feel as though at every point, the principles remain the same. Build the relationships, grab the attention. Don't be annoying because you will get blocked and you will get um, hounded. There was a situation I was talking about where someone was selling numbers, um, selling numbers for famous artists. I don't know how many people have heard about this, but um, there's people that will have a famous person's number on their phone and sure as a famous individual sure I'm, I'm not like I'm not gonna if I'm a famous I'm not gonna just change my number it might become a business number because it's so widely available and it's but because it becomes you know so busy it might just become a secondary phone but I'm not just gonna change my number so there's people rolling around with all these famous people's numbers but what good is that right? they that I suppose that's supposedly their value added service they, they've got a direct connection or they, see, they seem to think they have a direct connection to whoever it is. But what I say is, if someone hits me up and I happen to be super famous and I don't want ex- these, all these extra calls from random individuals who want to play me their beats or play me their music, I'm just going to block them. Having someone's number doesn't mean anything. And you'll find that shame. Some people are actually nice and they're not going to be like... Um, bugger off, go away, I don't want to talk to you, they'll say, you know what, speak to this person, speak to my manager, and they will be able to help you or assist you, but they're kind of just low-key trying to get rid of you, and some people don't see that, and then what ends up happening is they start telling their friends, yeah, no, no, I was speaking to so-and-so on the phone, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm almost in there, don't worry, I just need to, they just told me I need to send my track through there, and then um, we're going to work. And, yeah, um, I've got my own reservations about that. But, yeah, 
Uh, I suppose that's that's pretty much it. Just keep on the grind. Keep on doing things day to day. Keep on working hard, and eventually you'll reach um, the status or the place that you want to. I'm telling you, it's not easier for anybody. Um, sure, you might have one or two connections, but at the end of the day, you actually need to be good and hardworking. So, uh, yeah. If you want to send me an email, you can send one through to business at silasbeats.info. Um, if you want to head through to my website, you can www.silasbeats.info. My number is everywhere. Um, you can hit me up as well. I feel like it's super easy to get a hold of me. Um, I'm just hoping one day I don't completely regret this. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. Hit, hit me up if you if you want to. If not, um, just leave a comment here on SoundCloud. Let me know that you're listening. Um, yeah, it does get a little bit. Uh, sometimes I'm like, hey, is there anybody actually there listening? But I know that they they are. But uh, it's chill. Uh, yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Peace.